Welcome to the Willow Valley Podcasting Channel, where exciting podcasts are created by Willow Valley residents, for Willow Valley residents, and about Willow Valley residents. Hello, I'm Ellen Haas, host of today's podcast. Bob and Lynn Eisenbeel have been married for 35 years. He worked as a tool and dye maker at Sarnoff Labs in New Jersey, and Lynn worked as a municipal clerk at Milburn Township, New Jersey. They had four children. Their story is that they had several recreational vehicles over much of their 35-year marriage. During their work years, they camped in RVs during family vacations. During their retirements, they changed the rules and decided to sell their house and live entirely on the road in an RV. So from 2011 to 2016, for five years, they lived in their RV, no house as a backup, traveling the country until they moved to Willow Valley in 2016. Let's talk about their story. So why did you decide to sell your house and live in an RV? Well, Bob had done all the, totally all the landscaping, and he came into the house one day and he said, I've had it, not doing this anymore. And and we we had an RV, so he said, let's sell the house and go on the road. Uh, and we did. That's mm-hmm. good. So, oh, tell me about the weeds, the story about the weeds. <laughs> well, we did a, a trial run um in, uh, to Alaska with our motor home. Um, that was the second RV that we owned. And we were, we were just retired, had moved to North Carolina, and we went to Alaska for two or three months, I think. The weeds grew at the house. And the weeds in the mountains of North Carolina get very tall. Our neighbor sent us a photograph and said, please don't ever do this again. <laughs> we had a lot of work to do when we came home, and that was really one of the factors because we like being on the, out that amount of time, but you can't do it with a house. That's right. So you had several RVs during the course of your 35-year marriage. How many did you own? I counted up this morning. I think it was four, one at a time. Uh, we had a C-class to begin with, which is the bunk that's over the engine. Um, over the cab. Over the cab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, a Class A motorhome, and then two fifth-wheel trailers. trailers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us about the motorhome, because you had some interesting stories there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It, it was underpowered. It should have been a diesel. It was a gasoline engine. And, oh, we got a good deal on it. It was too big and too packed full of stuff for the engine to do what it needed to do. So we had, when we went to Alaska, we had three or four breakdowns. And, and really, we had breakdowns. In uh, the first town in Toke, Alaska, we stayed in a garage a mechanic's garage with the mosquitoes and his tow truck that he took out at 3 o'clock in the morning. We stayed inside the RV 
uh, because it was just, there was no engine in there. That's when the stock market crashed the first time. So that was, <laughs> that, <laughs> I don't know why we ever did it again. <laughs> but it was, it was great. We came home and then we said, well, this is not going to work. It was, Bob was taking it to uh, a garage to have some work done and the engine blew up on I-26 outside of uh, Asheville. So we, uh, we, we had, we sold it for a pittance. Our, our neighbor was always keeping track of how much retirement money we were spending. Mm-hmm. Well, and here yeah. you are anyway. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yep. So you needed the engine replaced twice, didn't you, on that one? The engine was replaced just once. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a lot of other work was done on it. Oh. A lot of other work. Oh, well, tell us about the trailer from Tampa, which is the one you bought and used on your five-year road trip eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were staying in Florida in the Ocala area, and my cousin and, I, and her husband and Bob and I decided to take a quick trip down to Tampa because we knew there was a show going on, and we we just, you know, we went there. And uh, they went their way, and we went their other way. I mean, there were more RVs than you could shake, and, and hot dog stands and all kinds of goods, and salesmen running around to catch you. Bob walked by our eventual trailer, and he said, come inside and take a look at this. So we went out, and he he bought we, – we wound up buying it. And my cousin said, where have you been? We've been trying to find you. And uh, – we said, well, we just bought an RV, so they never went to Tampa with us again. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I can tell from talking with you that you two agree on the same thing often. Yeah. That makes a good marriage, too. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. how did you decide where to travel? We had AAA books. I just picked up maps and just left. We went. We had family up north, so we left uh, North Carolina and went north to say temporary goodbye to everybody and took off around the, the top of Pennsylvania, I-80, although we, we really didn't like highways. We tried to avoid them. And uh, from there, we just kind of wandered around when we, <laughs> we, we had a GPS, and uh, when we crossed the uh, uh, the big river, Mississippi, uh, we got to the other side, and our GPS, the little car on the GPS, started wandering around the screen. Well, it turned out that it was not programmed for anything but the East Coast. It wasn't cr- for the uh, on the other side of the Mississippi, so. program for east of the mississippi so what did you do well i i we probably found uh, a walmart Mm -hmm. and and we also we found a restaurant that was the home of the throwed rolls so we got directed to that and we had dinner and watched the throw dinner rolls around the... So that made us happy. <laughs> well, good. 
So you needed to change some of the rules on how you lived. House versus RV is different. And one of those things is you needed to receive mail. What did you do to be able to receive mail? We had mail sent to, we knew where we were going to be, so we had mail sent to a post office there. In, in Florida. Yeah. And then uh, what did we do? Tell them where we were going to be, and they mm-hmm. sent it mm-hmm. to wherever we were located? Mm-hmm. We changed our address, yeah. our mailing address, to a P.O. box in Pensacola, Florida. Yeah. And then they would mail it on our direction to anywhere. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it worked out really well. Great. Yeah. So, you know, that's different because you had to know where to be hmm. 10 days in advance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you had to you had to plan. Yeah. And one other thing you did, you had to use phone booths, at least in the days before. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Our parents were in nursing homes in New Jersey, and uh, we wanted to keep track of what was happening with them. And... Mm-hmm. We were we had no cell phone. This was with the motor home. Somehow we got a message from, oh, I guess Bob called the nursing home, and the doctor tried to call us back. Finally, the doctor got on the phone and said, Bob, this is the 21st century. Don't you have a cell phone? <laughs> we didn't. We did. <laughs> so then we went out and we got one. <laughs> Well, you had really good stories about your travels. Oh, one yeah. sad one, though, was the pot roast that got away. Um, yeah, I'm a pretty good pot roast, but this was ill-advised. You know, the microwaves are always over the stove. And uh, I, I went, Bob said, oh, do you want me to help? I was going to get it out, and there was a lot of liquid in there. So I pulled it out, and the the whole thing a boiling spilled out and came spilled on me we were i don't know where we were well we sure weren't near an emergency room so we uh we remembered our first aid and uh wrapped up and turned out fine yeah bob wrapped Mm -hmm. you up didn't he yeah yeah i guess so Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yep and we ate the pot roast (laughs) <laughs> That's great. I'm glad it wasn't ruined. <laughs> yep. So you had, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you had to be your own mechanics, your own yeah. doctors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You called yourselves Motel Five, did yeah. you? and why is that? Because it was a fifth wheel that oh. we pulled with a, a truck. Yeah, we just. You know, called ourselves Motel 5 because we traveled around with the pulling the fifth wheel. And, uh, I don't know, can you add anything else? And, and there were already, there were already Motel 6s all over the country. Mm-hmm. So we figured we'd do our yeah. Motel 5. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, what did you gain from this? And Lynn, I know that you were telling me about People versus places. That's true. When people say to us, "Where, what was your favorite place?" We don't have one. 
we didn't go to intention, you know, we didn't have places that we were set on going. We didn't have a map. Like selected places yeah. ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and and we just would, um, we, I, I met a woman who was crying outside of the, uh, outside of the laundry room. She had, she and her husband had just left in there to go full time. And she was, she was very unhappy. She was leaving her grandchildren and she didn't really know if she could do that. Now here they had sold their house, just like we had. You know, little stories like that. But you agreed on everything. You, uh, you seem to have yeah. the, yeah, matching yeah, personalities. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. I don't know, but, but we just did. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh. I always had the last word, though. I said, <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> well, you ended up here at Willow Valley. Tell us about what happened then. Um, how we got here? How you yeah, got yeah. here. Ish. We have very good friends over at Spring Run. Yeah. They also lived in Hendersonville, where, and we were friends there. North Carolina. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. And she, she knew that we had an application in at a place in Hendersonville. Mm-hmm. She said, no, 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 no. That's not right for you. And she said, I know about this place in Pennsylvania where a friend of mine lives, and we've visited, and that's where you should go. And I thought it was rather bold, of, <laughs> but that's the way she is. So she spent months. She knows everything about our finances. She, she, she spent months getting information. We sent, we, we were not shy. We, we communicated back and forth, and, and we were on the road. We communicated back, well, with a cell phone by that time. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we sent all the financial information and she, she arranged a time. So we, we, we were headed for Maine. We said, what the heck? It's just a little short thing to go to Lancaster. We came in for our appointment in the morning and our sales agent, Heidi, Heidi Lyons, such a lovely person. She said, shh, don't tell anybody. But I, I got the key. This place is just opening up, the apartment we now have. And we walked in the door. She unlocked the door. We walked in. We said, we'll take it. It's on the nice. ground floor. Uh, nice. We have a beautiful yeah. maple tree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be any better. Yes. Yeah. Bob, I hear that you like to just sit and look outside. Yep, I do. Beautiful yep. view. Sit on the couch and look out the window and... And I go outside, sit outside under the tree or on the patio, and it's just a very nice spot. Wow. Yeah, it's perfect. You found your place. Yep. Well, that's all for today. We're going to close. Our sound engineer today is Carol McAllister. Carol, take us home. Thanks for listening, and be sure to listen again next week and every week when we'll have another exciting guest. It's easy to share this podcast with friends and neighbors, and we want you to feel free to do that. It's a great way of giving perspective of life here under Willow Valley to your kids, to neighbors, 
to new people that may be thinking about coming here, and it's easy to do. Simply direct them to www.lifeunderthewillowtree.org. And thanks again for listening.